following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Main Street Sports. Today on the program, we will visit with Lipscomb University baseball coach Jeff Forehand in our coach's corner. Also, uh, we will visit in the second hour with ex-Braves reliever Eric O'Flaherty. Also, NCAA football rules have been updated. News, Jay Wright saying enough is enough. Interesting. We'll talk about that and so much more. This is Main Street Sports today on this Thursday, April 21st. Now, let's get you live to the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton, with the Sundry Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao, in their matching tops today. Looking sharp, that fellas. That was an accident. Looking we really sharp. <laughs> Work uniform day to day. <laughs> Mo walked in and I was like, how did we do this? We've, we've not worn these things in forever. It's, it's the weather outside. It's so nice out, man. You, you could not beat it. And uh, it's it's going to be a great day for a lot of high school action, baseball and softball outside, soccer as well. So we'll get to today's schedule and yesterday's results here in just a moment. But we need to start, Mo, with our top story. The opening tip for today is it is possible to retire without making your conference foes give you a present. Apparently, well, not all conference foes necessarily do. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Jay Wright taking his ball and going home, and again, as I tweeted last night, the 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 news isn't that Jay Wright is retiring. The news is that Jay Wright is sixty years old. Yeah, Bright. I mean, he he doesn't. He looks my age. Never would have guessed it. <laughs> I goodness. never would have guessed it. Yeah, I, oh, the dings work today. I'm I'm not I'm not down on Shashevsky. I mean, no, but, I'm just yeah. But I'm but a lot of folks are. I mean, I saw that last night when this was coming out. Somebody said, you know, you don't have to take a victory tour. No, you don't have to. But I mean, you don't. You don't it's not okay. have to. It's okay if you do. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I Chipper mean, Jones did it. I mean, I'm not mad. I mean, I, I think it's just who those guys are. Jay Wright is just a blend into the woodwork kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Those suits notwithstanding. Yeah. Well, I, you know, fantastic uh, coach for many, many years, 20 years. Fantastic wardrobe. Uh, yeah. And uh, congrats to Jay Wright. We'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show uh, it's a, it's, it's a really, it's really interesting how quickly Villanova had their guy. So we'll uh, we'll get to who the Wildcats hired, and much much more. Again, we've, we've got some the the rules updates from the world of college football should be fun. Braves and much more. So we'll get to all of that in uh, in this show. But for now. We need to take you back to the Berg and send it to JP, who has yesterday's results and today's schedule on the rundown. 
Alright, we've got a very busy rundown, as you might expect. Let me slide in there. There we go. Alright, there we go. Oh, there you are. There hey, we are. what's up? Yeah, we'll give you guys a break from, uh, yeah. from that. Alright, uh, starting off the rundown, baseball results from yesterday. Beach over McGavick, 10 to nothing. Blackman, 4-1 winners over uh, Riverdale. It was Ravenwood, 21-1. to that's a baseball score over Columbia. Murfreesboro Central Magnet, 11-3 uh, over Community. Creekwood down White House, 4-3. Clarksville, 11-0 over Dixon County. Franklin Road Academy shut out by Friendship Christian, 5-0. Hunters Lane the same by Hendersonville, 16-0. Siegel, 13-11 winners over Independence. It was Mount Juliet, 7-3 over Lebanon. Lipscomb Academy, 5-1 winners over CPA. Good Pasture, 13-1 over Nashville Christian. Summit, 11-1 over Nolensville. Oakland falls to Rockvale, 4-3. It was Pope John Paul II, 4-2 winners over MBA. Portland, 5-1 winners over East Robertson Station Camp, down by Gallatin, 7-6. And Brentwood over Stewart's Creek, 12-2. In high school softball from yesterday, Davidson Academy, 12-2 winners over Clarksville Academy, it was Murfreesboro Central Magnet 13-0 over Laverne. Lincoln County 17-0 over Spring Hill. McGavick shut out by Gallatin 14-0. Uh, Greenbrier 19-1 over Portland. And Columbia 15-2 over Ravenwood. All winners there yesterday scoring in double digits. Impressive uh, in softball yesterday. A lot of runs scored. Boys soccer from uh, Wednesday, Laverne and Mount Juliet, the only game in Middle Tennessee. They play to a 2-2 draw. College baseball, NAIA, it was 18th ranked IU Southeast, 18-8 over Cumberland. College softball last night from on ESPN, number third ranked team in the country, Virginia Tech over the Lady Vols, 5-2. Belmont shuts out MTSU 4-0. In Major League Baseball, the Dodgers best the Braves yesterday 5-1 before the Braves headed back east. Uh, and the Sounds last night with another win. They defeat Charlotte 8-1. On a, a good roll are the Sounds. We'll talk with Jeff Hem tomorrow, play-by-play -play voice, so tune in for that. High school schedule today, baseball, Whites Creek at Antioch at 4, also at 4, Davidson Academy at DCA. A couple of other games Throwing out their first pitch at 4 o'clock, Brentwood at Hillsboro and Wilson Central at Soddy Daisy. 4.30 action this afternoon. Brentwood Academy at Innsworth. Good pasture at Father Ryan. NBA hosting Pope John Paul II. Also Mount Julia Christian over University School, uh, taking on University School in Nashville. It is Westmoreland at Smith uh, County at 5 o'clock. It is Cheatham County at Springfield. Also Summertown hosting Wayne County. Hickman County is at Santa Fe. Zion Christian hosting Providence Christian. At 5.30, you'll see Cascade at Kolioka. At 6, the following games will commence. West Creek at Clarksville Academy. Clarksville Northeast hosting Stewart County. Blackman at Riverdale. Oakland at Rockvale. Joe Burns hosting Trousdale County. And Independence will be at Siegel. At 6.30, White House Heritage at Portland. Loretto hosting Collinwood. Lipscomb Academy at CPA. DCA hosting Tennessee Heat. Uh, Hillwood at Fairview. Giles County hosting Spring Hill. And at 7 tonight, Mount Juliet will be at McCauley. Dixon County hosting Greenbrier. Wilson Central travels to Soddy Daisy. It is Christian Community of White House. And also playing today, Centennial and Page. Eagleville, it will be at Forest. Check your local listings and front office for game times for those two games. Softball today. 
4 o'clock start. We'll see about Julie Christian at Christian Community. At 4.30 is Lipscomb Academy at Brentwood Academy. Also at 4.30, you'll see Glencliff at Hume Falk. Hunters Lane hosting Beach. Endsworth is at Harpeth Hall. St. Cecilia Academy welcomes Pope John Paul II. At 5 o'clock, a few games include Watertown at Westmoreland. White House Heritage at White House. Grace Christian Franklin travels to Zion Christian. Summertown hosts Giles County. Ravenwood at Nolensville. It is Lewis County at Santa Fe. Um, it is Mount Pleasant at Loretto. Greenbrier welcomes White House. Summit is at Independence. Smyrna at Antioch. Uh, that's a 6 o'clock start. Also at 6, Richland at Columbia. Kolioka hosting Cornersville. Ezel Harding at DCA. McGavick is at Hendersonville. Stewart's Creek is at Laverne at 6.30. Uh, tonight, you will see Riverdale at Blackman, Oakland at Green Hill, Rockvale at Siegel, Marshall County at Spring Hill, and then at 7, Lawrence County is at Tullahoma in the Battle of the County, County Cats and the City Cats, Trousdale County at Gallatin at 7. Busy action on the pitch in boys soccer today. Page at Murfreesboro Central Magnet at 4.30. Several 5 o'clock starts include... Uh, we've got, thank you very much for that help. Good pasture at Nashville Christian. Friendship Christian at DCA. Summit at Spring Hill. See, it's a team effort here today. Love that. <laughs> uh, people out there don't have a clue what I'm talking about, but no. I know. Uh, Antioch at Hendersonville. Uh, by the way, 5 o'clock, Curry Ingram at Zion Christian. Wanted to get that in. Uh, 6 o'clock, we've got Antioch at Hendersonville. Lebanon at Mount Juliet. Also, Pope John Paul II versus CPA. Springfield is at Greenbrier at 6.30. Also at 6.30, we'll see White House at Valor Collegiate. 7 o'clock, first touch tonight. Include games Martin Luther King at West Creek. Brentwood hosting Rossview. Ravenwood in the Mule Town to take on Columbia. Montgomery Central at Fairview. Gallatin welcomes Dixon County. Station Camp is at Merrill Hyde. Oakland is at Riverdale. And Creekwood will be at Sycamore today. Check your local times and your front office for first touch on that one. Game three of uh, the Western Conference playoffs featuring the Memphis Grizzlies and the T-Wolves. 6.30 tonight on TNT. And uh, stay through, by the way, for the uh, the pregame and halftime and the postgame with EJ and, and Chuck and the guys. Really good program. Uh, pro baseball tonight. Uh, Charlotte uh, still in Nashville to take on the Sounds. It'll be Lindblom for Nashville. Bloom, thank it's you. It's weird. It's, 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 yeah, yeah. It sounds like two O's, but there's only one there. I mm. don't know. You'll figure. Uh, he's on the mound for Nashville and for the Knights of Charlotte Benjamin. Uh, that is a 635 first pitch. And that is your rundown for this Thursday, April 22nd. My first. That Today's too. the 21st. That too. <laughs> It's it's a national drug test day. Uh, following, uh, yeah, uh-huh, following 420. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> you know, tonight's, tonight's sounds game on Throwback Thursday might be a quick one with Wes Benjamin coming in with a 1.80 ERA, Josh Lindblom boasting 0.87. <laughs> one of those... <laughs> You could get a Maddox tonight yeah, if you're not careful. Greg, huh? Greg Maddox and uh, Juan Guzman or something. <laughs> it takes you longer to get to the stadium than it does to watch the game. <laughs> so should be a good one. And uh, <laughs> as, as tonight, uh, again, the sounds and the nights, four in a row for the sounds. Their scoreless streak ended last night at 31 and one-third innings in a row. So 
got into the fifth last night before giving up a run. So great job by the sounds. And if you want to watch some great pitching, man, the Brewers organization certainly has it. They're throwing some arms at you. No doubt. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Lipscomb University baseball coach Jeff Forehand. He'll join us on Coach's Corner, so stick around. We'll also hand out some hardware, so we'll be right back on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in to Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow alongside Mo Patton here, and glad to have you guys with us. And should be a... Pretty uh, pretty great little segment here, Mo, as we get a chance to welcome in a fantastic guest and hand out some hardware. So, why don't we start with the hardware and tell you about our End to End Life Team of the Week. Um, our End to Win Life Team of the Week this week is the Independence Eagles baseball team. Went 4-0 between the raindrops last week 
sweeping a District 12-4A series from Columbia Central and also defeating um, region rival Brentwood. So, Eagles soaring to a 4-0 record last week to claim into win team, life team of the week honors. Right, and of course, our title sponsor, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, also gives out the Weekly Player of the Week Award that you can find each week in Main Street Murray's print edition. This week, we head back to Zion Christian. We do. Jake Richards um, with the Golden Foot Award, I guess. Five goals in two games as the Eagles split um, contests against Kalioka. They defeated the Warriors or the Blue Devils, whichever they are and um, lost to Lawrence County, but um, Jake scored five goals in those two games, including a hat trick in that 7-1 win over Kalioka. So congratulations to Zion Christian's Jake Richards, the Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Player of the Week. There you go. There is some hardware now. Lipscomb University is getting ready for their weekend series with the Jacksonville State Gamecocks and sure that's going to be a fantastic series and to talk about it we have on the line with us on Coach's Corner presented by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill if you've not gone to see Renee and the gang at From the Heart Cafe please make sure to go see her Uh, again some of the best burgers and desserts this side of the Duck River or that side of the Duck River it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter which side of the year on. Great burgers, great desserts. Lipscomb baseball coach Jeff Forehand joins us now. Coach, how are you? Hey, doing great. Thanks. Appreciate you guys having me on. I think a better question may be, where are you? Because when we set this up, he said, we'll be on the bus. So um, where, where are you guys right now, Jeff? Well, we are almost to, you know, we're going to Fort Payne. We're going to stop at Fort Payne. So we're going Chattanooga way rather than going to Old Birmingham. Oh, well, so if, you, if you're going to get off and cut through that way, if you're going to get off and exit, you better get off now because there ain't one for the next 30 miles till you get to Gadsden. <laughs> that, that's, what, uh, that's what we hear. So we're going to move around a little bit before we go uh, over to their beautiful park and, uh, and work out tonight. So looking forward to that. You know, that's – and Chris being an Alabama native, he, he can appreciate and relate to this. But um, I've only been to Jacksonville State a couple of times. And getting there is half the battle, I guess, from here in particular. There's, cause no, there's easy no way. You're right. There's no good way. So y'all are going down to Chattanooga or have gone down to Chattanooga and then you're taking 59 across? Yeah. That's what it looks like, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, have fun with that. Um a hot Lipscomb team going in here, having won their last four games after getting a um, a weekend sweep this past weekend and then a midweek win over Western Kentucky, which as an MTSU graduate always does me good. So um, got to feel good about the way you guys are playing going into this series, Jeff. Yeah, we're, we're playing a little better. We, uh, we started off, um, you know, we revamped our, our conference, and now we play um, each We've got a big conference, and we've got a East Division and a West Division. So we play everybody on our in our division twice this year. Uh, that most likely will change when Austin Peay joins next year, and we have a few more teams. But 
hopefully we get back to, you know, we don't play any of the schools in Florida um, this season. So it's kind of an odd, odd setup this time. So we're going to start in the second round. You know, Jacksonville State put it on us the first uh, first time uh, back five weeks ago. So we, uh, you know, we are playing a little bit better um, since we since we played them first first uh, conference series out of the gate. But I mean, they're a good team, got a gorgeous park, great coach. So you know, we got to just keep playing well. Just keep, you know, you we talk to them all the time about you. You know, you just got to play well. It doesn't matter who you play. You just play well, and you got a chance to win the game. So. Doesn't matter if you're playing Power Five, X, Y, or Z, or playing somebody in the conference, because everybody's good. And if you don't play well, it won't work out. So we have been playing better, and thanks to you guys for noticing. <laughs> well, right. I mean, coming, you know, like you said, five weeks ago, got swept at home by Jacksonville State, but uh, you know, outside of that, that. Uh, that first game where you got beat ten to one, it's still competitive through the, the the last two, and you know got to feel good about you know how much how different this team is. What what is different about your team right now and pitching wise to uh, to keep you guys in it? Yeah, you know, we you know trying to get your pitching straight. You know, once the conference started, and you know, we've got some guys in some different roles and alternating some roles and switching some roles around and. We feel like uh, you know, we made an adjustment. Oh, probably the second week of the conference uh, conference schedule, and it worked out pretty good for us. We got some guys that, that were starting that are in the bullpen now, and some guys that were in the bullpen now starting, and I think we're getting a little bit better production out of the hole. Um, we do it that way. So again, just you know, not that we didn't think it was going to work the other way, but the production has just been better. You know, from uh, different roles that we got guys in now. So. Actually, keep knocking on wood, and hopefully we can we can keep up keep up uh, keep that pace up with what the guys have been doing, and you know guys have been starting and taking us to a to a good spot. And then you know once we get to our bullpen, I think that's most uh, I think that's one of the strengths of our team is that we've got some depth down there and some, some guys that uh, you know obviously some guys late, but also some guys that can help us in the middle if need, need be. Speaking with Lipscomb baseball coach. Jeff Forehand here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. And, Jeff, you know, looking up and down your roster, I guess really it's no different than anybody else's roster in 2022 when you see the number of transfers. I mean, the transfer portal is is a thing now, and, and you've got a number of – four-year guys, which I, I guess that's always kind of been the case in baseball, but it's even more so now. Um, number of power five transfers on your roster. How do you get those guys acclimated, you know, in a, in a, in a quick manner and get everybody headed in the same direction? Wow, that's, a, that's probably a whole, a whole show we could do on the – on that and the transfer portal and how it's, you know, how it's uh, kind of started out and you know, what it, what college baseball has kind of, you know, morphed into in the last last couple of years. But, uh, you know, just, yeah, we did do, so we had some good, um, we had some, some, some good luck with the portal. Um, we had some guys, some, some, uh, some power five guys come in, but actually, you know, we, we lost a couple too that, you know, nobody recognizes that are you know playing in the SEC right now that are 
pitching for uh, for some teams there. And, you know, great kids and the opportunity, and there was no real will with that. But you know, it's just where we are, and the opportunity for kids to to, to transfer and to move around, and um, you know, it's, it's just where it is at this moment. And uh, we did a lot of work in the transfer portal. Uh, we got you know, college baseball is older now. You know, unfortunately for the high school kid, it's you know, it's it's uh, it, it's harder you know for the high school kid because now you know we got we have a shortened draft. You know, the COVID year we had five rounds of the draft, and last year we had twenty rounds of the draft. So we're missing out on you know what was normally you know it used to be eighty rounds of the draft, and now we got guys that are still uh, now playing Division One baseball that could be you know two years you know one and two year pros that are still in the system. So college baseball as a whole is just it's just so so much better from top to bottom. I think because they're playing instead of playing with you know mostly nineteen and twenty year olds, we're playing with you know twenty two, twenty three, sometimes twenty four year olds that are you know have been around the block a little bit more. So transfer portal has made it interesting, uh, but it's definitely a uh, it's different than it was. But I just think it look you look at it as a whole, and it's just it, it, you're playing with older guys. Uh, most teams are playing with older guys after everybody got the year back, and then you know some guys that would have moved on to pro ball are still are still in the system. So uh, just a uh, just good up you know top to bottom college baseball. But yeah, we did a lot of work in the portal, uh, but also you know, we got some freshmen that are uh, a couple one guy on the mound that's helping us out a little bit um, as a freshman, but. It is, as a whole, it's gotten older. And when you say that, Jeff, you, you say it's gotten older. How does that affect your recruiting? Because I, I saw I saw an article on football recruiting yesterday, and a college coach was quoted as saying, you know, if I lose a, if I lose a junior, I've got to replace him with a junior. I mean, the game is getting older, the kids are getting older, and – you know, so you're not necessarily looking at summer league ball in terms of incoming freshmen at this point. Well, we, we are. I mean, you can't ever stop the, you know, the, the development for the, the guy that's going to be in your program for, you know, for four or five years. Um, you know, such as that freshman that comes in, we've still got a, you know, the classes just aren't as big in the last couple of years for us um, as they have been uh, with, this, with the freshman class. You know, just simply because you've got a guy that, but uh, it could be in junior college or play in Division One or transfer from a four-year school that comes in with, you know, if he's a position player, he may have he may come in with three or four hundred at bat, and that's really hard for a high school kid to be prepared, you know, to play at the Division One level when these kids that were that are transferring over have already got the experience. So that's one thing that uh, is, is definitely helpful because you've got a guy that you know that. It doesn't come in with, with no experience, and there's no substitute for that experience. And these freshmen are just having, you know, at some places, some places not, that um, you're just having to wait. So, um, and I think that's, that's, that can be good on one end, but, but also bad when, you know, there's just a whole nother, a whole nother segment, a whole nother, uh, you know, recruiting team out there rather than what it used to be. We're going to bring in mostly freshmen and we'll try to, try to uh, fill some holes with a junior college guy or an occasional transfer, but the portal and uh, the, uh, the grad transfer and all the things that have happened, you know, where college baseball is, you know, I don't know that we're going in, the, I don't know that it's the right direction uh, because I think we might be going down a hole with that and you add the NIL to the whole thing 
you know, we're, we're putting ourselves in a, in a, in a, in a situation that, you know, we might not be able to get out of because as you guys well know, sometimes it gets a, you know, it takes on a mind of its own. And, you know, as, as that starts developing more and more, these kids are getting paid to be able to stay in college. You know, it, 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 we might be going down a rabbit hole we can't get out of. You know, it's interesting that you say that because we, I'm not sure if it was, it might've been basketball that we were talking with, but you know, um, coaches saying that they basically have to have two different scouts. You know, you've got one high school recruiting coordinator and one portal guy who's just combing the portal all day long. So I know that it can be difficult for everybody, especially in baseball, when you have to deal with the scholarship limitations that you guys have, that is a, that, that is part of it that makes such a big difference because if you can give a, you know, if you can give a, an incoming junior, some scholarship money that maybe he wasn't getting at a four-year school or at a power five school, let's say, instead of taking a chance on a freshman, it's, it's, it's just easier for you to do that and makes you more competitive in the long run. That's right. You hit the head nail on the head. and You know, it's, it's that fine line between we can't stop recruiting these freshmen because we have to, we have to develop them. But also, you know, for all us coaches, we're, we all want to win, win now. And the more experience that you have, you know, that, uh, you know, it only makes sense that you put yourself in a better, you know, percentage bracket to win games when you got guys that have gotten some experience. And you know, I think that's uh, we've been pretty successful with that. But but to answer y'all's question at the, from the beginning, you know, it, it did take a while for us. I think you know, fortunately, we're different than football and basketball. We have them for a full fall, and you know, we can kind of start developing that chemistry, start developing that teamsmanship that you know I, that teams that I've been a part of for, for so long that we've had to work on. And I think quite honestly, why we've been, why we've been successful at um, not necessarily just at Lipscomb, but we, that's just, we try to create that family atmosphere. And that's hard to do when you bring in, I think this year we had 27 new players and that's, um, you know, that's a, that's a hard, hard thing. And that's something that, you know, it can't happen like that all the time because it's just such a, such a turnover. And you gotta, you gotta have that, that core group that sticks with you that is that is helping us, you know, maintain that culture that we're trying to get to. But you know, our guys this year have, have really uh, have really worked hard at that. I've challenged them from the beginning because knowing that that was going to be our biggest obstacle is, is how quickly can, you know, having over half of your, half of your team knew how quickly are we going to be able to, uh, you know, implement some of the things that our program is about and get, get everybody on the same page. And I think we're – we're about to get there because I don't think we've played our best baseball yet, but I think we're well on our way. Mo, he is a unicorn in the world these days, a Music City native, mm-hmm. and he's been everywhere. Belmont player, uh, got a degree from Tennessee State, coached at Trevecca, now at Lipscomb, started as an assistant in the NBA, Coach well, Good Pasture. Well, now, now he coached with his dad yeah. at at MBA, and he coached that Good Pasture program, and has, has done a great job everywhere he's been. Jeff Forehand with us here on um, Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. His Lipscomb Bison's on the road this weekend at Jacksonville State, six o'clock. Sorry, Coach. <laughs> Stay cocky. Uh, Jacksonville o- State grad, Coach. I, I'm sorry. Six o'clock Friday, six o'clock Saturday, one o'clock finale on Sunday. 
All three of those games can be seen on ESPN+. Plus. Jeff Forehand, Lipscomb Baseball. Coach, appreciate you spending some time with us. Mo, always great to talk to you, my friend, and um, I really appreciate you guys having me. And it means the world that you guys are calling and have me on. So thanks again, and hope, hopefully, uh, Mo, we can catch up soon. Absolutely. Sounds good, man. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, my friend. See ya. Is he off? Is he off yet, JP? Mm-mm. Bad luck this weekend, Coach. <laughs> yes, he's off. <laughs> ah, no. You're awful. You're awful. <laughs> no, let's. He lives the creed. He stays. Well, cocky. it's a good. It's a good thing he couldn't actually see us and see the yeah, the, the JSU right in front of me. helmet right there. Um, maybe we can get a Lipscomb football helmet. To go we with should get one. Yeah, to go with that Braves football helmet. <laughs> to get the absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, we have we, we're gonna take a quick break because we do want to get back into our top story a little bit before we move into the second half. And I want to talk about those those rules uh, changes, tweaks, I'm not sure, but all of that when we come back. Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bonin returns after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. 
Nobody covers high school sports quite like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Wherever your Main Street is, well, we got a podcast for you. From the Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble, Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange Sports Reporter Casey Patrick. The MSP North Podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Montgomery and Robertson Counties to Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier with a macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find the latest prep sports news from your Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and find these podcasts dropping weekly on the same Main Street media social platforms and wherever you get your podcast. Now back to a couple of guys that know a thing or two about prep sports in their own right. The Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton and Chris Yao, some kid from Alabama. Welcome back in. It is Main Street Sports <laughs> Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint. I am from Alabama, as a matter of fact. Yep. Mo, we talked about it, is our top story of the day. Jay Wright is stepping away from college basketball, retiring from Villanova, and the Wildcats have hired Fordham's Kyle Neptune. Uh I guess Mars wasn't available. I got nothing. <laughs> so uh, I, I we got Mr. Neptune. I don't Coach Neptune. Co- Coach Neptune. Because yeah. again, Coach Jupiter was was unavailable. I, I, I got nothing. Um, that was quick, though. Yeah. And I'm not sure exactly what. How long did they know? And well done for keeping that secret for however long they knew. I also like that I got a I got a CBS notification. It says Villanova informs Fordham's Kyle Neptune it will be its next head coach. And I'm like, did they just tell him? Like, did, did, does Kyle know this? Well, like, I, don't know. I'm, I mean, I guess I. I was he going to say no? <laughs> Probably not. It's Fordham, Villanova. You know? yeah, exactly. But yeah. He, it's, so yeah. As a matter of fact, we did. We, we just told we, him. Yeah. He's our next head coach, and yeah, you're going to co- like it, dude. Dude, look here. <laughs> coach Wright is leaving, and <laughs> you're taking his place. <laughs> I need any any questions? <laughs> I mean, clearly not. You, you, you cool with that? You know? I mean, he, he obviously was. Well, I mean, so. he's, he's 37 years old. Which is half the age of Jay Wright. <laughs> or, or the exact age of Jay Wright if you're going by what he looks like. He, he was only there this one year. but um, So apparently he began his coaching career looking at his wiki. Started his career in 2008 as a video coordinator under Wright and was on the staff for their um, 2009 Final Four appearance. Um, Three years as an assistant at Niagara, came back, was an assistant eight years at Villanova, Um, was on staff for both the 2016 and 2018 national championships, replaced former Eastern Kentucky coach Jeff Neubauer at Fordham last year and was there for the one season where Fordham went 16-16. and In the A in the A ten, not to be confused with the A sun. Right, right. There. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, Thirty seven year old Kyle Neptune is the guy. Good for him. Happy for him. 
I mean, if if he stays there as long as the last two guys, I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, Jay Wright succeeded um, Raleigh Massimino, who was there forever. So they have Pittsburgh Steeler esque. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't hire coaches very very often. often. It's kind of like field goals. We don't kick too many of those. <laughs> Coaches, we don't hire too many of those. No, <laughs> clearly mean. not. So There you go. Um, in other topics of conversation, the NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Panel on Wednesday approved football measures intended to strengthen the accuracy of targeting, limit block, blocking below the waist, and address teams that appear to fake injuries to gain an advantage. Obviously, big topic of conversation here in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> Unfortunately, the NCAA did basically nothing about it. No. Really? <laughs> surprise, surprise. There, here's, here is their, their solution currently. There is now a reporting and investigation process. Schools and conferences will be able to report questionable scenarios to the National Coordinator of Officials, who will review and provide feedback to the conference for further action. Any penalties levied would be up to the conference, office, or school involved. But nothing in-game. Nothing in-game. I mean, I'm not sure what, what exactly that solves. Uh, it, but nothing. They considered several in-game options, such as uh, removing the student-athlete for more than one play, currently they're required to sit at least one play. Um, the concept was debated at length, but the committee was concerned with the additional issues that could be created and did not want to encourage players to continue to participate while injured. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what they came up with. There's also a, uh, an added appeals process for someone who is removed from a contest in the second half due to targeting. They haven't fixed the targeting rule, but if <laughs> if you if you think you were unfairly ejected from the game in the second half due to targeting, you can appeal it. And if a panel rules that you were unfairly removed, then you can play in the first half of the next week. Doesn't change the fact that the targeting rule in itself is a problem. It's not a good rule. As it is. As it's written, yeah. So you, you've you done nothing because if you don't change the rule, I'm not, I don't think that the officials, even after the replay process, are getting that wrong. They're applying the rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the written. thing. They're applying the rule. The rule is bad. Right. So it, anyway. Yeah. Also, if a ball carrier simulates a feet first slide, officials will declare the runner down at that point. <laughs> so the Kyle, the the the, what's his name? The, the, I almost said Kyle Pitt, but no, no it's the quarterback. From Kenny, Pickett. Uh, Ken, Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett rule. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, let's take a break. It's halftime. Um, talk about food delivery because <laughs> if we're not talking about sports, we're talking about food. You all know that. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint comes back after this.
This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports 